Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? The podcast. I am Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and we are the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? Which is a life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. We're going to talk about all kinds of topics from personal finance to relationships and we're always going to crack open a new bottle of wine when we dive in. Yes, and today we are talking about saving versus investing. When you would open a savings account, what you would use it for, kind of the pros and cons of both and mm-hmm. why you actually probably need both types of accounts in your life. I think you do need both accounts. You both do. Types. And and please do not be worried about this. If it feels overwhelming, Natalie and I were very overwhelmed when we first learned about all of this. Mm-hmm. So our goal is to make this as crystal clear. Crystal clear and digestible as possible. And it doesn't have to be so scary. It doesn't have to be so scary. It sounds really scary. But it's not. It's not at all. But first, let's get into this wine that we have today, Natalie brought. I'm excited about this one. So actually, I wasn't prepared to share this guy. Oh, it kind of fizzed. Yeah, it did something when you opened it. Um, I just was drinking it because I had it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. I think that I wanted to share it with you to get your opinion. So it is the, I think it's called Shellum. C-H-E-H-A-L-E-M. They're in Oregon. Okay. And it's a Riesling. And you know I live for a Riesling. Yeah, Natalie loves a Riesling. Oh, wait. Hold you on. I ASMR like to do the it? ASMR situation. Mmm. There we go. So good. Okay, I'm passing it over Okay, here. yeah, pass me a glass. <sighs> Thank you. Yeah, I don't know much about Rieslings. Rieslings are, it's sort of like a sweet crisp wine sort of similar to a sauvignon blanc okay but i never loved sauvignon blancs what's your what's your favorite white shard i guess it would be a sauvignon i know (laughs) but it's all it's only because i really don't like chardonnay i don't like there's one chardonnay that i like yeah and it's that one that we drank together in santa barbara okay yeah um, but I don't have any of it, so sorry. Okay, so let's take a sip of this. How do you say it? I think it's Shellum. Shellum 2014 Riesling. From Oregon. Hmm. I will circle back at the end of the episode and let you know what I'm I think I'm going to circle this. back, too, because it tastes different now. No, I'm, 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 okay, I'm not going to tell you how I feel about it until the I'm end of the episode. I'm going to let it open up for a sec. Um, did I tell you about what happened to me over the weekend? You briefly mentioned it, but I think you need to re-explain it for our podcast listeners because it was quite a doozy. It was a doozy. So basically, I have this real problem where I I don't understand space. Yeah, you have spatial awareness I really, issues. Truly, like actual spatial awareness issues to the point where I once thought that I could put my bike inside of my Mini Cooper. With the rest of my stuff that I was taking to college. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. So I got this table, and I needed somebody to come help me set it up. And so I asked my brother to do Okay, but also, you got this table in... Oh, um, about three months ago. (laughs) Yeah. And so I've been using a, um, like, a card table. Oh, Natalie. We're not at a frat house. Okay, my house might be a frat house. (laughs) 
<laughs> a very clean one. Um, but so I had my brother come over to help me and it was a complete disaster. He actually ended up destroying the table. I also needed help hanging my TV. And that was a disaster because he basically put like five holes in my wall and the TV did not get hung. Mm. So, you know, sometimes I think I need a boyfriend just to help me with these things. And now I'm like, I guess I don't. Okay, I will say I just moved in. Joe did an amazing job building all my shit. And I was coming at him like, babe, you need a drill. You cannot do these things without a drill. He was like, I do not need one. And I was like, wow, you and your toxic masculinity, you can't even accept a drill. Every single piece of furniture he built said um, no power drills in the directions. And he was like, babe, I told you. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's not toxic masculinity. Okay, but then... Maybe I just don't know what I'm talking about. But didn't he try to open a bottle of wine with a screwdriver? Well, because so then he did kind of balance himself out because... (laughs) He told me that I I should really invest in a wine opener that was special and that like meant something to me instead of just getting one off Amazon. And I was like, fine. So I didn't get one. And then, of course, my first night in my new place, I want to open a bottle of wine. And I'm like, babe, you know what I don't have is a, is a special, <laughs> meaningful wine opener because I haven't been able to find one. Right. So he took a screw a screwdriver and a hammer and attempted to open a bottle of wine and it was so sad to watch he ended up corking it of course and i was just like that means he screwed up the cork and shoved it into the bottle by yeah the way. we had to drink it with bits of cork yeah. in it um Corked. it was and he and the, the sad thing was is he like bought a really expensive bottle for me and he was like Aww. really excited about it and like he was trying so hard so you know it's just I, I will give it to him he really can build furniture yeah but also like i was right too yeah <laughs> tbd on if kenny can my brother if he can actually build furniture he says he's coming back this weekend to help Natalie, me with the Natalie, again. You need to hire a task rabbit. I don't want to pay a task. See, also, you know me. I like to do things myself. Like, I hang all my art myself. I hang all my shelves myself. I hang, I I hang, hang nothing by myself. I, ref- I, I'm afraid it won't be level, and then it'll yeah. bother me. Well, I have a level, so I, you know, I always have it figured out. But I do also, maybe on another podcast, I'll talk about um, my prison, pa- my prison paintings that I got. Ooh, okay. Maybe the next, the next episode, you should talk about the prison paintings. Yeah, because that was the craziest story I've ever heard. <laughs> and now we're just leaving them; they're not going to yeah. know what happened. Well, honestly, the people kind of still don't know what happened. I, I, but people I, want updates on that. I fully understand what happened. Basically, just so you guys are in the loop, Natalie was sent some paintings from prison. From prison. Over the last week, um, yes. some prisoners had painted her some beautiful pieces of art. That also, I've never t- talked to these prisoners. She does not communicate with them. I but, don't. anyways, if you tune in next week, you can get the full story yeah. as to what happened. We will leave you on the edge of your seat because we need to transition. Let's get into the topic. Natalie, into saving versus investing which i want to be fully full disclosure natalie and i are creative people we this is something we never learned in school we didn't go to business school and our parents really didn't pass down very much knowledge about financial health at all no and so we've learned all of this information on our own yeah i think even 
what might be the most common thing that happens, this happened in my case at least, is when I was young, my parents were like, here's a Bank of America savings account. And it's like, okay. And you just like... That was it. Yeah. And you (laughs) just like, you don't ever look into it. And you don't even know like... I feel like when you first start saving, you don't know why you're saving. No, you're like, I'm just, I'm just like, putting money I away. Doing? But like, what am I even saving for? Yeah. So we're going to hopefully, um, hopefully clear a lot of this up for you guys. And I actually read a statistic that yeah. it's like 90 something percent of people think that savings and investing accounts are the same thing. Ooh, they are not. They're not. And you would not use them in the same way. No. And we're going to break But no judgment down. if you're one of those 90% of the people. We definitely were yeah. until maybe in the last year where I was like, hey, I should probably know how to like manage my money. Once we started like reading books about it and we're like, <laughs> oh, hmm, maybe I should know more about this. <laughs> okay, let's, let's go ahead and dive in into um, how they are similar. So they are similar. There are... Yes you know, reasons why people save and invest that are similar. Mm -hmm. Like it's basically both accounts are a way of putting money away for a future reason. Right. And it's also, they both have interest on them. So there are also ways for your money to grow Mm -hmm. while it's set aside. So it's different than just putting cash away in your drawer. Right. Or your checking account. You don't get any any interest on checking right but i think a lot of people like save in very strange ways Mm -hmm. like you know they put money in like a coffee can and like the upper in the pantry yeah exactly and so at least when you have a savings account or you have an investment account you are accruing interest on that money Mm -hmm. and so it is growing to a certain extent right um so for savers if you were going to, you know, have a savings account, you would open an account at a bank or a credit union, something like Citibank or something like that. And if you're investing, you're going to open an account at an independent broker. So there's a lot of brokers like uh, brokerage companies like Charles Schwab, uh, Fidelity, E-Trade, things like that. Um, and also, I think Vanguard, too, is a big oh, one. Oh, Vanguard is a mm-hmm. huge one. Yeah. Um, but, you know, even though they are similar, there are a lot of differences. Which we want to make clear which we to want to everyone. Make clear. So let's dive into it. Let's talk it. Let's talk about um, the savings account and how it's different than investment accounts. The number one reason is that it is less risky than investing. Mm-hmm. You know upfront how much interest you're going to make on your balance because when you sign up, typically it says right there. And it will say what the APY is. Can you define what APY girl, is? Girl, girl. Take a sip of your mm. wine and then define APY because that could be something that's very confusing when you're signing up. You don't know what this percentage number is. Let me tell you. What is this? When I signed up, I had no fucking clue. I was like, what is an APY? Had- or APY, what does that mean? I thought like that was a percentage maybe I was going to be paying. Like I kind of thought the lower the better. Yeah, I didn't. That could be so easily I didn't misunderstood. Research that. Yeah, I so, didn't look it up at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, also nobody explains these things until now. Okay, APY is the annual percentage yield, mm-hmm. and that refers to the amount of money or interest you earn on a bank account over one year. And this also includes compound interest, which is basically the money it's the interest that you're making off of the interest if that makes sense i love compound interest so much 
It's great. It is the reason it's such a great way to acquire wealth because basically the bank is giving you money because your money is sitting in this account Mm -hmm. and then your bank is going to give you more money based off the money that they've just given you. And it's just, just like keeps going. Yeah. And going so going and growing. Yeah. Compound interest is like such the tits. It is. It's the tits. It is the tits. It's so awesome. Yeah. So I just want to give a quick example of APY. Yeah. So if you see that your bank offers, and this is actually not a very uncommon percentage for most banks, like a 0.01%. APY on a savings account. Mm-hmm. So let's say you have $1,000 in that savings account. The interest that you will get at the end of the year at a 0.01% is $10. Yeah. And I'll, and I will say a lot of the times savings accounts sometimes have maintenance fees. So if you're paying a monthly maintenance fee of like $12, mm-hmm. that's really going to balance out with... Um, you're actually that. being robbed. But <laughs> we're going to get... We're going to do a whole other episode we are. We're going to do another that. episode on specifically savings accounts and ones that we love and the do's and don'ts of that. But really yeah. a reason why, to go back to what your point was, you would get a savings account is because it is less risky. You know how much you're going to be making on that money. You're guaranteed. It's crystal clear. There's no like fluctuations in that percentage. Right. Maybe sometimes based on how the economy is doing, but mm-hmm. pretty much... It's a pretty less risky option for yeah. putting your money away. Mm-hmm. So what's the second reason? So a second reason that you would get a savings account is you can hit short-term goals quickly. So since savings accounts are less risky, they allow you to hit a lot of your short-term goals a lot more streamlined. Like if I have a goal like, hey, I really want to save to buy a home mm-hmm. in the next five years, which actually is a goal of mine. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, hell I'm, yeah. Yeah, I've been saving for a little bit now. So I'm hoping that in the next year or so I can actually buy my first home. And But anyway, so let's say that's like a short-term goal in the next five years. Because you know what your interest rate is, you can really plan out the next five years. If I put a fi- you know, $100 a month, or $200 a month, or $1,000 a month away every month, at this date specifically, I will mm-hmm. have enough for this down payment, or I'll have enough for my car you know, payment, or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever that short-term goal is. So it's really, really great for providing you a way to kind of plan out the next few years and really get to certain goals. Another you know, reason that you would have a short-term goal could just be acquiring an emergency fund, which Mm -hmm. is so, so important that everybody has an emergency fund. And so I think just being able to plan that out and not have to worry about any fluctuations as you would maybe with an investment account. Mm -hmm. And even, you know, you can even do, on some savings accounts, there are things called sub-savings accounts Mm -hmm. within it. And I actually did this last year because I had wanted this one particular Gucci wallet for a long time. (laughs) You were talking about this Gucci wallet for a very long time. Well, there was one that I wanted that I actually never got because it was gone. But um, I really wanted one, but, you know, they're like seven or eight hundred dollars. So I made a little sub savings account in my savings account and I would put like, you know, however much, it was like thirty dollars or something. And I... I got the little goal, and I got my Gucci wallet, and it's so cute, and I love it so much. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know about sub-savings accounts. Yeah. It's it's only with some banks. Okay. So. 
But yeah, it's such a great way if you're like, you know, you know if you put this specific amount away, you're going to hit this goal by this date. It was like, I just took the total of the wallet and I divided it by however many months. And then, you know, you just a little patience and a lot of work. Hey. It can even be a little thing like that. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a a home. It can be whatever. So I'm going to go into our third difference between savings and investing, and that's liquidity. Mm. Don't even go a second further without defining liquidity for our listeners. You know I'm going to. (laughs) It's quite simply just the availability of your cash. So the third reason why you would have a savings account is liquidity. Natalie, define liquidity for our listeners. I'm going to define it. Liquidity is, very simply, the availability of your cash. Yes. So if you put your cash into a savings account and you want to take it out at any point, so you can yes. take it out. It's a very smooth transition. Take it right out and face no penalties. And face no penalties. I will say, just like as a disclaimer, CDs are a form of savings accounts that do hold your cash for a little bit longer. Um, we will get into that when we have our savings savings episode, but I will just say that just as a yeah. disclaimer. But also, most- CDs are not compact discs. <laughs> They're not. For any of you They're listening. They're certif- certified deposits? Certifica- to be honest, I don't even Certificate. Know. We'll, we'll well, re- we're going to research it, We'll obviously. research it before we talk about it, but yeah. I do know that that's a fact. But generally... In savings account, if you put your money in, you can take it out whenever you want. Take it one out. So our fourth reason why savings accounts are different than investment accounts is that since your money remains pretty stable in savings accounts, right? Like we said, you basically know what your money is going to be doing. It doesn't usually grow in the respect of inflation rates. And before I even speak any further... Define it, girl. I will define inflation rate because... As wild and crazy as this sounds, I did not even know really what that meant. Like the definition of inflation. Until like college. Yeah. Which is crazy. You could tell I was not good at like history class or anything like that because I just like didn't even listen to any of that. I loved history. I was so bad. (laughs) I was so, so bad. Okay. So anyways, so to define inflation rate, it's the steady increase in the price of goods and services over time. For example, like... You know, like the, a gallon of milk cost like 50 cents mm-hmm. back in the day or mm-hmm. whatever. And now it costs Gasoline. whatever, yeah, $5, things like that. The the change in the prices of goods and services. So again, if your money is staying pretty stable in the savings account, you're going to lose purchasing power when you take it out maybe in 10 years. It's not going to be worth as much. Right. So purchasing power, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's just basically like how much worth your money has yeah so if your money's staying stable but inflation is increasing every year right your money's not going to be it's, it's not going to go as far doesn't go as far mm-hmm. right okay 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 now let's get into investing accounts shall yes. we so let me wrap up the savings account they are less risky than investment accounts you can hit your short-term goals a lot more quickly you can Access your cash. Penalty free. Penalty free. and But keep in mind that inflation will decrease your purchasing power. Now, if you want to invest, you are, number one, going to take more risks mm-hmm. than your savings account. So if you're placing your money into the stock market, you really can't.
can't know exactly where your money is going to land, like as opposed to savings account where you know what that APY is, you know what's going to happen to your money in, you know, five, 10 years. Mm -hmm. With with investing, you don't really know that as much. Right. But I think one thing about investing is that even when it ebbs and flows, over the long term, it always kind of... Yes, you can always bet on the stock market. For the most part, even right now, we're kind of in a bit of a recession. Mm-hmm. I'm not pulling my money out. I'm not scared because I know even if it takes 10 or 20 years, I am going to see a return on that money. Mm-hmm. So generally, when it's not a recession right now, the S&P 500, which is you know the 500 largest companies in the US, it sees a 9% return this every year. So, so before we hold on, so the S and P five hundred, can we give some examples of companies? So that that'd be like Disney, would be Disney, Coca Cola, things like that, big so, conglomerates. Right. If you have an investment account, most likely some of those companies are going to be included in the funds that you're investing in. Mm-hmm. And so that why I give that example is because that's really the amount you can kind of average to see about a 9% return each year, as opposed, like we said, with the APY of a savings account can be something as low as 0.01% interest. Zero. <laughs> so, you know, 0.01. Yeah. So there's a really big difference. Like, There is more risk, but there is a lot more potential for growth of your money Mm -hmm. through investing. So you really have to choose. And the good thing about the stock market is you really can choose a low-risk fund, a medium-risk fund, a high-risk fund. It's actually called being aggressive or being, I think, conservative. Conservative. Um, And so you can kind of mitigate how, you know, betting on the S&P 500 is pretty conservative. Mm -hmm. But going into international funds or specific niche markets, that would be more high, uh, high-risk fund. But in general, you can bet that you're going to get your money back if you invest for long enough. And also, if you do a quick Google search, if you Google Rutgers Investment Risk tolerance quiz there's a 13 question quiz and that will actually help you to determine your personal risk tolerance Hmm. right now i'm actually rather conservative with my risk tolerance i think i'm pretty conservative too just because i think we both started investing in like the last year i'm maybe maybe i'm like two years now but yeah like very yeah recently so i don't feel as confident right i still feel like i'm learning the ropes okay so yeah that was our first reason which is more risky than savings account, but you also can have more growth mm-hmm. than savings account. You got to risk it to get the biscuit, you know, as they say. As they say. <laughs> as the wise as ones the say. Wise ones once said. I'm pretty sure Confucius said that. <laughs> risk it to get thy to biscuit. Get thy, thy, thou biscuit. Thou biscuit. The second difference of uh, investment accounts versus savings accounts is that the liquidity remember that term, liquidity? The availability of your cash. Of your cash. It fluctuates. So stocks, bonds, ETFs, they're all fairly liquid, meaning you can access the cash at any time, typically with no cost or fees. However, retirement accounts like 401ks and IRAs are not liquid until you reach retirement age. So you might be like, I think with Roth IRA, it's like 56 or something like that. So if you don't need the cash, so if you do need the cash, you can access it with some penalties. And this really depends on who your brokerage company is. And you can ask them what those penalties would look like. Um, This is why investment accounts are typically better with age and you have more value based on how long your cash has been sitting there. Yeah. 
And actually with, so I have a Roth IRA and basically you're not penalized with Roth IRAs, but you can't take out the interest. Mm. So you can take out what you've put in like a savings account, but any interest you've made, you can't take out till you're retired. Ooh, yeah. And you know I love that compound interest. Mm, that compound interest. That interest on interest Delish. on interest. <laughs> um, <sighs> so our last reason that investment accounts are different than savings accounts, again, is to go back with inflation. So it's easier to be inflation over time since you're getting a higher return rate on your cash. So you're more than likely to beat inflation rates and actually increase your purchasing power long term. So I think mm-hmm. inflation is normally, I think, and I could totally be wrong, something around 2% or 1% to 2% a year. I have no fucking clue. Okay, so I... <laughs> I can fact check that. I think it's about one to two percent a year. I could totally be wrong, but so it, like I said, the S and P five hundred is like a nine percent return. So you're actually going to beat inflation. You're going to increase your purchasing power. So whenever you do finally take your your cash out, you actually can buy more things with that cash to be worth more. It's gone longer, right? So really, those are our reasons why savings accounts and investment accounts are different. Investment accounts are more risky than savings accounts, but you can grow your money faster. Like with Confucius them. said, you got to risk, risk it to get the, the biscuit. biscuit. Two, the liquidity does fluctuate. So remember that stocks, bonds, and ETFs are liquid with investment accounts, but retirement accounts like 401ks and Roth IRAs and things like that, sometimes you have to wait to a certain age to be able to access that money without penalties. And the last thing is inflation. You will be most likely beating inflation whenever you do take that money out, you will actually increase your purchasing power. I like that word, purchasing power. I feel like I should be empowered purchasing at all times. Should we get t-shirts? Empowered purchasers. Wow. Wow. I bet our listeners now are going to be empowered purchasers. You can hashtag empowered purchase. Hashtag empowered purchasers. (laughs) Here are our final recommendations. Kind of what Natalie and I believe this is like in no way some type of expert opinion, but just based off the facts, this is what And our own personal experience. Yes. What we think savings accounts and investment accounts are good for. Yes. So savings account- Great for number one Gucci wallet. <laughs> yeah, getting that Gucci wallet, setting that short term goal. Setting that short term goal. They're good for car maintenance, rainy day funds, emergency funds, um, saving up for trips, uh, down payment on cars and houses if it's in the next five years. Also, if you've got a wedding yeah. in the next five years or so. Yeah, I would say that savings accounts are really good for saving for things in the next five to seven years. You know what? Maybe I should just start saving for a wedding and will one into existence. Wow, wait a That's a great way to- And that's on manifestation. That's kind of great. (laughs) I know. I'm going to try that. Okay. What are are investment accounts good for? Hit me with it. So I would say investment accounts are great for um, a house and a car down payment- if it's long-term, think past the five and seven-year mark. If you're like, I know I want to you know, get a house in the next 15 years, then that would be a great way to use an investment account. But also for like really long-term things like number one, retirement. Mm-hmm. It is one of the best ways to plan for your retirement. If you have right 30 plus years ahead of you, you're really going to make a lot with your money. 
Also for things like paying for your child's education, again, long-term, like my kid, which is not born and not even being cooked at all, isn't going to college for the next 25 years. No, but you know what? Years? Your unborn child is going to be going to preschool soon. I know. And here in LA, that might as well be a college education. I actually, maybe I should she start a nuts. savings account for that. Yeah, for their preschool. <laughs> which is wild. It's insane, yeah. Um, other reasons would be like a, a child's wedding in the future, if you're going to be paying for that, or a holiday home, like a vacation home, a second home. Yeah, so these very long term. Yeah, very, very long term goals. Um, I would say, again, seven plus years, maybe even up to 10 years in the future. It's hard to like vision 30 years out and be like, I should be, you know, saving for retirement. But again, time creeps up on you. And it really does. You're going to be getting close and then freaking out because you haven't thought about it in your 20s or right. even earlier than that. And so really getting on top of it ahead of time. I actually was reading this book that I love called Broke Millennial. And she said, she put this beautiful analogy in there, or not analogy, but just fact in there. And the fact that she's like, if I put like $2,500 in my retirement account now at 25 years old, by the time, and she did all the math, by the time that I'm 60, it was like $1 million. Yes. Oh yeah, I know. Also, I have a favorite book. It's called I Will Teach You To Be Rich by Ramit Sethi. And he has the same sort of thing in there where it really opens your eyes to where you're like, I could put in like a very little amount of cash and it can in 30 years be something that I'll you could live set. off of, which is so cool. So start as early as you can, even though some of these things feel down the line, you know, there are definitely reasons to open investment accounts, but also equally reasons to open a savings account. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So just to wrap everything up again, the key differences between savings accounts and investment accounts are the risk factors. Like we said, the one is low risk and one is, you know, more high risk, the liquidity of your money, being able to take it out when you need it, the ROI, the return on investment. So that purchasing power that we're saying, if your money is going to actually go farther, and um, again, the last thing is the amount of time you need to achieve your financial goals. Mm -hmm. With savings accounts, great for short-term goals. But with investment accounts, it's really, really great for those long-term goals. And just to remind everybody, <laughs> if you have any questions, um, please email us. I feel so old saying email Shred us. an email. <laughs> Put a stamp on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you're, if you're too young for email which you might be, you can also slide into our DMs. Am it, I doing this right pod? Am I doing this right pod? Yeah, it does go down in the DMs. It go down in the DMs. I DM. think Buddha said that. Oh, yeah, he definitely did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, Nat, let's uh, circle back on the... Okay, I cannot say the name of this wine. Shalom? I want to say it's Shalom. Shalom. Willamette Valley, Oregon. Yeah, 2014 Riesling. What are our final thoughts on it? <sighs> Well, okay, so here's here's my initial thought. Yeah, let's hear it. I wasn't sure if the glass was fully cleaned. Oh. Because I feel like there was, when I poured it in, there was like a residue, and I'm like, is this glass dirty? It might be. Um, so th that was just my <laughs> initial gut, my initial gut. But I will say... It might be the glass, because I have dishwasher stuff on my glass. Yeah, I think, I think there's some like dishwasher stuff that I'm drinking. Yeah. Along with the wine. Yeah. But... <laughs> It's all good. I do like it. I like it a lot. So I'm going to be honest. When I first drank it a few days ago, I liked it better. I still like it. But you know why you probably don't like it as much? Because you're sharing it with somebody and you're like nervous. 
That's what no. happens to me. I'm like, oh, actually, I hated that. Did you hate that too? <laughs> like, oh, I get really no. self-conscious when I say like something and then like give it to somebody. Yeah. No. So I think the other problem is I got a different Riesling by actually the bottle that we're going to drink on the next episode. Mm-hmm. And it was so good. Oh, so now it's like that Now I'm sort of it. like, oh, this one's not as good. I will say though, back to what I said in the top of the episode where I, I didn't know what white wines I really liked. I didn't like Sauvignon Blancs, but it was also my favorite. Right. <laughs> I do think I like Rieslings. I love it. I'm going to get you that one Riesling that I really like. And I think our hottie today oh, yeah, that we're going to rate to is um, Mr. Blake Griffin. Do you want to go on your soapbox? Well, let me just say I've been in love with Blake Griffin for how long? Years. 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 From when he was a young buck jumping over <laughs> Kias. And um, I honestly, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. When I was in college, I found out that he had a kid. I was actually sad. Like like you had a chance. Like, like I you, had a chance with Blake like, Griffin. No, you do. First of all, you're oh gorgeous. Oh my but God. But like you were ever going to see him or like he was like a guy on your college campus right. that you'd be like, right. oh no, like, dang damn it. Damn it. No, I actually <laughs> was bummed that he had a kid and I was like, well, there goes that. And not the fact that I'm five foot three. I feel like five. basketball players do love short women. They're always with like. We would look comical. He's a giant. He. I feel like you go up to his knees. I probably go up to his <laughs> knees, honestly. So well, okay, I will say I was always like kind of wary about your Blake Griffin thing. Yes, but when I saw him on Broad City, yes, and he did this like wild he's funny. He's really he's really funny. He's a great actor. Yes, but he also did this like wild sex scene with yes. um, Alana. Yeah. And so it was funny. so funny, but also his body looked great, and like mm-hmm. he was like basically naked. And I was like. Okay. People oh. always hated on me for Blake Griffin. And I, then I see what you're... I we did the fun. opposite of when I hated on you for Post Malone, and now I'm fully in love with him. Yeah. Although he shaved his head, and now I'm like, mm. mm yeah. Okay, so we're rating this uh, Riesling from one what to Blake Griffin. Griffin. We're going to say, what, Blake Griffin is... He's strong. He's strong. He's, he's mixed. Yes, he is. So he's got that, you know... Two worlds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Complex. Complex. Experienced. He's number one in his field, kind of, I think. He's probably, like, number 12. <laughs> I think he's got good stats. But I don't... Is he one of, like, the... I feel like there's, like, the top five people. I don't think he's one of the top five basketball players. You know, I actually know nothing about basketball. I don't think he's, like, top five, but I think he's, like, top ten. He's, like, in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, one to Blake... If, you know, I don't, this wine to me is not very, like, strong. It's very, like, light and sweet, but I don't want to rate it low. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 6. I was going to give it a 7.5. Oh, okay. Okay. I feel like we can, that's in the same range. Kind of. We yeah. haven't had one yet that we've been like, I hate this. Mm-mm. Luckily. I definitely do not hate this. I, I could hate drink it. this. Maybe not in a dishwashed um, yeah. cup. Yeah. I could keep going. I could keep going. 100%. Let's, okay. let's wrap. Let's so, now that we've had a whole Blake Griffin episode, <laughs> let's play our game. It's the time of the show where we're playing our game, and this week we are playing more context, more context. in which we pull a random line from a glass that Natalie wrote all of these and I will contribute to it I promise <laughs> but she wrote all of these and then we will give more context as yes. to what they are 
So, do you want to pull one or should I? You, I pulled it last time, so you pull it. Okay. One word. Absinthe. 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 So, would you like to begin? So, Natalie and I take these like fun trips that we call our Liddy Committee trips. Mm-hmm. And we went to New Orleans. I met her in New Orleans, and we went and saw a concert. But we also went, and I guess, is New Orleans famous for absinthe? I think, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah. The Green Fairy situation. Yeah, so yeah. we, we were do you want to tell the story? Because I feel like you could tell it better well, than I can. basically what happened was we were walking down Bourbon Street, just like, as you do in New Orleans, and there was this big sign that said the, like, original absinthe house or something since like 1812 <laughs> or something and i had never drank absinthe had you no i had oh you had so we walk in and it's like a dive bar right i love a dive bar though and i'm like hey can we get two shots of absinthe <laughs> not knowing anything about absinthe and the lady they basically everybody laughs because they're like these two idiots and she gives us a list of like 15 different absinths. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on. And some of them are like 400 proof. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't I don't know what happened. I basically just ordered them and out comes these shot glasses with like there's like a f- flame, flame. sugar Mind cubes you, on fire. I'm terrified this entire time. Yeah, Corinne's panic. I have a like fear of like going crazy at one point. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like the whole time going, Natalie, like, I swear to God, if I lose my shit right now, I'm yeah. going to, I can't, I like, I really can't be unstable or doing this. And she's like, it's fine, Gert. It's fine. Yeah. And so then we got but the, them. the people next to us were like, oh, honey, you going to be out. You going to be out after that. And I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? Like, they were not helping and i was like trying to calm you down i'm like it's fine and then you drank like a sip and then i was like i guess i'm just gonna drink both of these (laughs) and i i actually don't remember the rest of it you handled it like a pro yeah well even if i'm trashed i always have i don't think i've ever i've seen you drunk but i've never seen you like i'm never like um but i'm not like that either i'm not like i've never no. Like blacked out like people no. do. No, no, I don't black out. I really don't. I handle it well. But well, yeah. <laughs> well, off that, we will leave you with that image of us. Yeah. Just like <laughs> in New stumbling Orleans. down Bourbon Street. And thanks for listening to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? The podcast. We will be back next week with another topic. Love you guys. Love you so much. Bye. Bye.